Hello. Thanks for joining us at Once When I Was Cool, your weekly podcast about all things that have gone past and uh, stuff that we loved when we were when we were younger, when we were cool, when we knew what was going on and we were still a part of the game. My name's Dave. I'm your host. And I'm Wee Man. I'm your other host. Uh, we're here to talk about when we were hip-hop and happening. And uh, getting us out there to your earballs, as always, is producer Simon, still in the, the Perspex uh virtual perspex space of uh covid but we are open but we just haven't got together i'm still looking for the chance that we're able to do that yeah can't wait it'll actually be good that way we don't have any glitching and me telling stories that go off in trail to nowhere <laughs> yes all right otherwise you've been good we yeah been fantastic uh, a lot of people now wanting to do some travelling now that everything's open, you know, do a bit more travelling. I want to travel down to the Pineapple Studios and do some recording. Cool Pineapple. Face to face. Cool Pineapple. Cool Pineapple Productions. That's us, the network. Anyway, enough about that, enough of uh, self, um, self-advertising, self I guess. Hey, uh, so we once when I was cool, speaking of what you're going on about, uh, we used to travel and our travel was a lot different when we were growing up to what we've got these days. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm going to get absolutely out of the way uh, early in this episode. Uh, <laughs> Haven't heard it for a while. I know. I've been really trying hard not to, and I think I've gone from absolutely to doing a lot of ums and you knows. All so right. You're right. Yep. I'm really trying to concentrate and make it a better listening experience for Shanique. So, shout out, girl. So, yeah, travel back when back in the day when, when we were – uh, young, so I'm talking about up until probably around uh, my early 20s. Everything was done by uh, cars and buses. There was none of this uh, getting on and uh, flying here, flying there like there is today. Mm. Uh, travel was was done more on a had to basis, not a want to basis. Yeah, from from where we were, you know, if we ever did a, a holiday, it was always to my aunties up the uh, northern end of Queensland. So, yeah, and um, it was always in the family car. You always you always sort of all piled into the car. You might have a roof rack or you might have a trailer behind you, but that's where it was always uh, intended to. And the cars were nothing at, near as flash. I remember when our uh, the cars we used to travel in, um, they did all have seatbelts, so, but there was a time when they didn't have seatbelts. But uh, whether or not you wore them, you know, you could be fairly loose with that, especially when you sat in the back. And my sister, Crystal and I used to always get car sick. So we always managed to get a seat on either of the windows, whereas uh, Glenda used to have to sit in the middle. That Glenda loved that. Yeah, Glenda. Glenda was one of the great negotiators as a kid and she could always convince you that something was better than it wasn't. So uh, she, was, she was quite the tyrant and she'd always convince you that it was actually better to sit in the middle and sit on the window because of this and because of that. And she, she was a great con man. She was, she was very good. And she was the sort that would, um, you know, we'd all get a bag of lollies each in the back of the car or a bag of sweets, whichever you'd like to call them. Um, and uh, Chris Dale and I would just plough through ours as quick as we could and she would sit there and then, wait until we'd finished and then eat them ever so slowly um, and really enjoy them just so that we, because we knew we'd gone through ours. And, and she was right, you know, we'd eat ours, we'd eat ours quickly and she could sit and enjoy hers as much. But, boy, she she made the most of it. Uh, see, I, I, I love that. I love that 
that torture, that slow torture. That that's great. We used to just make. Uh, I used to just make my younger brother. We used to just make our younger brother sit in the middle. He didn't have a choice. He always wanted to sit on the side. Well, but the if, three of us brothers. It was. I always just sit behind my dad, so I could. He couldn't give me a hit if I did something wrong. <laughs> Couldn't reach around while he was driving. But I tell you, if you ever stuck your knees or your feet up on the back of the seat, you, you knew about it when you got to the other end. It, um, did you ever have, none of your kids got car sick? No, the dog does though. Yeah, yeah, one of mine does as well. But, um, well, back back then when you had a car and you had the long trips and you got uh, got sick, do you remember what we used to actually put on the car to try and stop it? Stop you no. from being sick? There used no. to be that leather strap that hung down off the um, off the mudguard or off the back, um, not not leather, rubber strap that used to hang off the back bull bar and it would drag along the ground and it was meant to be like an earthing strap. And what it did was when you drove it, it was meant to do something to stop you from feeling sick and that's what uh, you, you would have seen a lot of people around at the time had this little piece of rubber hanging down. But, you know, after a, you know, after a couple of hundred k's, it, the, it all wore off on the road and it never actually touched the ground again. So it just looked like a rat's tail hanging down off the back of your, back of your wheel. Sort of like the one I had on the back of my head. But, yeah, I always mm. – I thought it was just more of a bit of a grounding. So if you went to get out of your car, you didn't get that electric shock. I didn't know it was for car sickness. I ne- none of it us probably wasn't. That's just probably how my parents sold it to me so I, that we didn't feel sick anymore. I, that, that actually I, makes more sense. I've just had an epiphany in this episode and, boy, do I feel like a clown. Like clown shoes. <laughs> That's funny that you actually believed them. Anyway – that's great. I didn't believe it worked because I still got car sick, but I actually thought that uh, that was the reason they were on there. But it makes far more sense that you have a um, the earthing strap uh, there to stop you getting electric shock. Yeah, how's that placebo effect going now? Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> there you go. Gullible, you know, 48, and I still believed it up until like a minute and a half ago. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I'm glad I'm teaching you something in your life, mate. But travel... Or travel highlighting, from- highlighting my uh, gullibility. Uh, or just your shortcuts. You, you got a bridge you can sell me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what I wanted to mention was around where where we were and we lived in, in country Queensland. It, it was, if we had to actually travel somewhere and we couldn't go with as a family or I wanted to go somewhere, say if I wanted to come up to Brisbane for whatever reason, we used to have to take uh, the bus. So the, in the town there was the local sort of bus line that would do trips out to to sort of Toowoomba and then up to Ipswich and Brisbane. and But then they used to have the uh, the national uh, ones, which were like Greyhound, which I'd never have Greyhound in America and probably in other mm-hmm. countries. Mm. And uh, they used to have the Sunliners and things like that. And uh, you'd have to get on, on those and you'd stop at the little towns along the way and pick other people up and pick some parcels up. Um, uh, and, you know, yeah. it would be... Uh, two and a half. It's about a two and a half hour trip out to where my mum lives now and where I'm from. And but I tell you, it used to take four hours to get from there to here, and mm. it was horrendous. I can do the better than that. We used to live on the north coast of New South Wales, and all our family was in Sydney. So we used to have to catch that bus from where we lived down to Sydney, and it was usually between twelve and fourteen hour bus trip and this was back in the days before the super highways were there they were usually one lane either way and they were winding roads and the bus you know the bus could only do so long it used to do that it used to stop in a couple of different towns till the bus was full um about halfway it was always overnight they never did a day trip so you had to do it overnight and the um 
the bus drivers would always stop midway and a new bus driver would get out. One would get out and a new bus driver would get on and then you'd go again and all your bags were stored underneath. The seats were uncomfortable. It always smelled because there was a toilet on it. Some Usually a fat guy would go and load up as you know within 25 minutes of the trip starting and then it would stink forever because it had air conditioning and the air conditioning seemed to be uh, sourced from just outside the toilet window and then recirculate all its way through. So you were breathing in people's poo germs all the way. Um, you had to sit upright so the seats didn't go back and they would always stop at two in the morning at um for a long stop for a long stop at uh, i think it was so the bus driver had his meal break and it was usually from sort of like two to three at um oh what, what was the name of the place Leyland brothers world the big place you know which was about two and a half hours drive out of sydney but it was about a four and a half hour drive out of um, i was going to say there Newcastle, on a bus but, uh, it, it was mis- uh, and in those days you had to go through newcastle there was no there was no um bypass or no any- bypass or anything like that it was a murderous trip and I, as somebody who went to school on the bus every day for an hour each way with with torturous bloody boys sitting there that would had nothing better to do that to scheme ways to make your life misery going on a bus to sydney but the worst part about it was is once you're sydney you'd have your holiday do whatever you then had to come home on the bus and then you had to face it all again and it was just miserable. And if you're not getting this, listener, uh, I hated it. I did not like it at all. And and once I drove, I never caught the bus again. I made a point of being able to drive as far as I could um, to do it. God, from it. Look, you know, <laughs> you should see him, Liz. You should oh. see him, listener. He is... The absolute look on his face of disgust is amazing. If we ever end up doing our Patreon idea and and putting the videos of these conversations on, you can see the the torment in my eyes and the disgust in my voice. Oh, mate. Anyway. That's great. Anyway, um, so I didn't mind the actual – I didn't mind the actual – Bus trip. Bus trip. Um, Great. Once when I was cool. No, sorry. Yeah, anyway, I'm just yeah. messing around. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's messing around, being silly, trying to throw me off. Look, the the bus trips that I used to have to take as a, a early teenager, couldn't drive. I used to go up to North Queensland, up to Townsville to see a mate and go on a skating rampage, you know, for a couple of weeks and things like that. But it would take nearly two days to get up there. So you're complaining about 14 hours, but you take two days. It would take four hours just to get to Brisbane and then – it's around 1,800 to 1,900 kilometres away from, from mm, where I live. So about 1,200 miles. Yeah. And so it was, a, it was a great bus trip. And if you were clever enough and you knew when you were going, you could book it. You were talking about the toilets at the back. I, people hated going to near the toilets at the back. I would always book the very back seat because that's where the toilets were, one, because uh, they're a little bit better on those long haul. But mm. two, because nobody else wanted to sit back there, I could sleep across it. And because I'm such a tall bloke, mm. there were only three seats at the back. Yep. And I could just stretch out and sleep most of the way. Mm. So whenever I travelled, that's what I aimed for. And that was well and good when the seats were um, like the bench seats. But after a while, I thought they'd get fancy and make them the back, the bucket type seats with the little um, the little sides that come up. And that made it murderous to sleep on. Yeah, mate, I could sleep on a barbed wire fence. Don't you worry about that. Um, And we'd hear it as well. You would. And can I tell you, I used to snore like a monster back then as well. It was (laughs) 
Mm. And I just didn't care. Uh, we know. Thing, we know you don't care. Yeah, I know. Um, the other trips that I've done is when I have done um, some jobs out west. Now, when I say out west, I'm talking places like Kunnamulla. So I, and that would be what a thousand kilometres west. Yeah, probably a bit more. Probably yeah. twelve hundred, so about seven eight hundred miles for those of you not on the metric system. It's and there's nothing around. It's it's pure what we call bush and scrub. And, it's, yeah, there's and nothing. Our, it's the outback. It's the outback. And uh, the unfortunate thing uh, is when you're driving on those, they're big sheep properties. So um, and sheep aren't very clever animals, and they tend to want to congregate. They'd be million acre properties but they all want to congregate near the road so when you're traveling in those especially overnight you'd and you'd be down the back all of a sudden you'd have this bit of a, a ba-dum, ba-dum. ba-dum ba-dum you'd hear it and you the kangaroo the amount of kangaroos and emus the buses would just it'd be a lot of roadkill mm. and it'd be not on purpose they're just they're just there there's lots yeah. of kangaroos and, and that when you when you're out in australia and out back and you know, you just know that you okay. There goes a sheep, and they, it's oh, just yeah. It's yeah, disturbing. Uh, it is disturbing. Yeah, and uh, for those who I have disturbed, I'm I'm very sorry about that. That's just the. But when you're going up the coast, none of that. Go out west, past the Great Divide, and into the outback. Very common. Very yeah, common. hasn't changed much. Uh, no, it's uh, even heading out to my um, to my mum's place. Where's a there's a spot that we used to call. Kangaroo Alley because the amount of roadkill there, it was just the way that the terrain yeah. was that they used to just go through there all the time through the fields. But yeah, mm. anyway, um, enough of that. So the, then uh, from then you used to get um, the other option was to fly, but air travel wasn't nearly as uh, affordable. Uh, the planes, there was a lot more room in the planes. They weren't weren't as efficient and they weren't as, uh, uh, you know, as timely. And the other thing was is there wasn't that many airports around. I mean, every little town you have now seems to have an airport, whereas then there weren't airports in every town. I remember in the town that I grew up in, the original um, airport was in, the original runway was in the middle of the, uh, middle of a sugarcane field. Um, and so it used to just take those little crop dusters and the little, you know, we used to call them Buddy Holly Airlines because they didn't stay in the air real well. And um, it was just all, all the sort of, you know, the little wind-up little planes that used to take you around. You'd probably call them charter flights these days. And yeah. if you wanted to go um, on a bigger plane, you either had to go to Brisbane, which was, you know, three, three and a half hours drive away, or you would go to uh, the Gold Coast, eventually got a, an airport, but it wasn't much chop at the time either. No, and to, to so imagine then... I did an actual trip up to my mates and I actually flew up. I flew, I was actually doing university up at, um, in Townsville and I actually flew back home, then got on a bus, went down to my parents, then had to do the same. So it was a four-hour bus ride. The plane trip was, was fine. It's a normal plane trip. But the actual cost of it comparatively to what airline prices are today was exorbitant. I think it was for a return ticket to Townsville back in the day was like nine hundred dollars, and I'm talking about 1991. So that's big money. That's huge money. And, and so, now you can get it for a return to from Brisbane to Tasmania, which is one end of Australia down to the bottom end of Australia, for you know two hundred dollars return. 
over the ocean. With those, that flight that you took up to Townsville, his was another horror of all those regional sorts of flights. You used to stop in about three or four different towns on the way down. Did you ever have to do that? No, it was a direct, direct flight. I remember even, you know, not even 10 years ago being on, um, being on a flight that from, it was the cheaper version. It was from Townsville and it used, I think it stopped in Mackay, Rockhampton, might have been stopped in Harvey Bay, which is four stops in the space of about 1,800 kilometres. Uh, it was one of those. It was like the mail plane. It was it was just dropping off parcels everywhere. Um, and and it, was, it was appalling. It was what is usually, a, what, an hour and a half flight? It turned into a, yeah. a four-hour flight because by the time you turn around and go through security and, um, you know, make sure nobody's doing anything they shouldn't and, God forbid, they've got a, a, a bottle of water or something with them, um, yeah, or their mobile phone was turned on and left in their bag. So that was the other the other thing. And those, those sorts of flights are just horrific. Still better uh, than the bus though. Oh, better than the bus. Yeah, I have to give it that. The only connecting sort of flights I've had to do before is when I have gone to Tasmania, we've had to stop in Melbourne and the stop over there has usually been about six or eight hours. So you, you really can't leave the airport that much. Yep. Uh, um, so you're hanging around that, that airport there for about, uh, you know, six to eight hours. It can be a bit long, but, but the cost, it was just, just the pure cost of it. So to actually travel, but it wasn't also the cost. It was what you wore on a plane. Yeah. So back in the day, you, you wouldn't just go on in a pair of shorts and a pair of thongs and a no, t-shirt. You used to actually get on. dressed. You used to get, have to have like a, a collared shirt. You, there was sort of a standard where, you know, you used to have to have a, a pair of slacks or a, a pair of, you know, dress jeans and a, a mm-hmm. something where you had to wear, look good and look the part to be on a plane. It was like this fancy, fancy, smancy thing. Like these days, I could go an, on it. It was an occasion. It was an event. It was an occasion. Mm. It was, uh, you know, I can now go on with a pair of board shorts. My once was cool podcast, once when I was cool podcast t-shirt. And, and socks. Of, and my once when I was cool socks and a pair of shoes and, you know, and... Uh, you wouldn't be able to take your mug on, though, the mugs that we've got done because they're metal. They wouldn't let you through. No, no, because, God forbid, I might want to drink out of them at the other end. <laughs> um, but in saying that, it was this real prestigious thing to be able to get on a, a plane. It was like you, I never knew what to wear and someone said, oh, no, you have to wear a collared shirt and you have to, you can't wear shorts. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. And now, you know, it's um, there's Yobbo's galore on there. It's great. But that's how it used to be when you, uh, it's not great. It's now a flying cattle truck. It's just yeah. some of them now I just have, um, yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, when you talk about getting dressed up, that's how it used to be when you went to the doctor as well. God forbid if you ever had to go and see the GP, you, you always had to put on something something a little bit better than what you were rocking around the house. You'd never be allowed to turn up in just your pyjamas because you felt sick. Yeah, I just I saw someone in the shops the other day in their pajama pants and and their in their slippers, and I'm like, I didn't know that was a tire to wear to the shops. Even no, recently. yeah, we quite often see it down here because there's Ugbit culture as well, and um, you know, you see people in the in the supermarkets doing, you know, especially when it's only about six o'clock in the evening, uh, walking through doing their shopping in their um in their Ugg boots and their, uh, and their pajama bottoms. It's, I, uh, where's your pride? If you're one of those people that does that, uh, send us a photo. Uh, once was cool podcast, gmail.com. We'd love to hear about how we've just offended your choice of going out to the shops in your, in your, um, sleepwear. Please stop it. Or I'll wear a bore at G string to there. 
And that's not a pretty sight if you can uh, understand. And, um, mate, I have to say I'm pretty happy to see that you're wearing the Once When I Was Cool podcast T-shirt today and that you're actually wearing a T-shirt. We did a recording last week where it was very confronting. It was because you sent me the picture afterwards and I didn't like it. I've since uh, gone on a diet. Yeah. Oh, good. Hey, and probably the other one I want to talk about is uh, cruise ships. I can't ever remember cruise ships being an option. Um, I remember watching the Poseidon Adventure when I was a kid about the cruise ship that turned upside down. They had to try and find their way to the bottom to be able to be rescued again. But I'd never heard of a cruise ship, certainly didn't see any coming through. Um, And it wasn't a popular option. Can I tell you, I've been on a few cruises in my day and that's because my wife loves them in terms of it's a cheap um, a cheap holiday uh, in terms of the cost. She doesn't have to do anything. Um, the food's all there. Uh, I used to call them going to the troughs when you go for your meal and uh, it's like there's a lot of feeders on there as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like a dinner, a silent dinner bell rang that I didn't hear because people would just go to the... Migrate. Yeah. But I've been on a few. I've been on some that have actually gone up the coast of Queensland. My wife's done one that's gone out to a few of the island countries as well. Um, I've done a few three-day ones. But after all this COVID business, I'm going to be very hard-pressed to get on one of those boats again. Well, it used to always be that the biggest concern with them was getting gastro from the outbreak because people would go to the trough and not wash their hands and be like a floating sizzler more than anything else. But um, now, certainly with the COVID and everything else, uh, I think that's what we should call it from now on, call it the COVID, not just COVID. Um, So if someone's got the COVID on one of those ships, it seems to go through pretty quickly and doesn't matter how um, how much you actually wash it, it just seems to keep on going. Is it because people are filthy or is it just because they're in close proximity? What, what's the deal? It's because people are filthy and and big proof of that um, has come from the COVID. Can, um, I just, can I just put a disclaimer in there that when we say people are filthy, we don't mean our, our dear uh, Once When I Was Cool podcast listeners, they're the salt of the earth. Oh, correct. It, it's human beings in general when they get into that... Um, uh, feeding frenzy. Feeding frenzy. It's like sharks. There's no manners. Um, but, you know, people are coughing over the food. Oh, you know, you look at it and I, I got to a point where I said, can we just go and eat in the restaurants, you know? Um, and look, that's unusual for you because you're quite a, a filthy person anyway. I'm not a filthy person. I'm a very clean little dwarf. I mean, I mean filth from, you know, like uh, from our um, words episode. Filth. Oh yeah! Oh filth! Oh that yeah. filth! Yeah, yeah. I just it. didn't know where you're going. You're mixing yeah. it up a bit. Yeah. But but I would be very hard pressed to get on a a cruise ship again. And um, I, I know that my wife will. She said she'd give it a couple of years. Um, I'm just hoping that if she does come back with it, she gets quarantined somewhere and gives me then an extra couple of days off. Yeah, she'll get quarantined at home, mate, and you'll have to do everything for her. Uh, please don't do that to me, God. Uh, she's actually away this weekend. That's why I thought I'd say that's that. Why, that's she's why not going to listen. That's she's why we're going to listen. That's why we can record now. Yeah, she's not going to listen to it. 
She's no, not going to listen to the That's episode. good. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, no, I have to say, I, 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 I haven't been on a cruise, but it doesn't appeal to me, not necessarily just for that. It's just I don't like the idea of not being able to get off and walk away and do my own thing. The thought of being trapped at sea with nothing around you and not being able to go anywhere or do what you want, or if you stop at a port and you want to stay a bit longer, bad luck, you have to go. Um, did I tell you about my parents? They they were quite the cruisers. Um Back in back when my mum first retired, so a while ago, they and they did a couple of round world um, tours, and one of the round world trips that they did, I, I might have told you this on another podcast, and I'm sorry if I've uh, if I've told this story before, but you're getting it again. Um, my um, my parents used to yeah cruise, and they went to one cruise where they stopped in England. And when they went from England, they then went to uh, a lot of people got off the cruise at that point and um, they were going to then catch the ferry or catch a flight over to Dublin, uh, not Dublin, Belfast. And from Belfast, they were then going to be able to get back on the cruise and then go, not my parents, these people that got off. Well, my parents were saying they got out of England and they went to go into Belfast and Belfast was too stormy. So they had to miss Belfast. So those, and the next, um, the next port they were stopping at that people would be able to get onto was uh, Boston in the US. So the people who got off in England with the plans of getting on in Belfast couldn't get on in Belfast and they had to f- fly at their own expense without any of their gear. All they would have had were the clothes on their backs and hopefully their passports in their pockets and they had to fly at their own expense to then meet the ship in Boston. And now a ship takes a couple more days to get there than a plane would, so they would have been putting up for accommodation uh, at both ends of the trip as well. That would be uh, absolutely hideous, but I believe that sort of stuff goes on quite a bit. But that's just crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Another reason why I wouldn't get on another one. Yeah, and so that's the thing. It's just that lack of sort of autonomous freedom, I guess, is is why it wouldn't be for me. But, you know, like you say, a lot of people seem to love them. Um, A lot of people really enjoy it. So, yeah, good luck to you if that's your thing. Um, Maybe, yeah, no, I I, I was going to say maybe we could do live podcasts on one, but no, not for me. I'd rather do it on a plane as a jet over the top of them. Tell you what I would like to do and in terms of travel, I'd like to do um, one of those uh, train trips, you know, maybe to Ghana or something like that in Australia. I'd definitely do that because they do do stops. Yeah. But it's a good way to, it's a good comfortable way to see the Australian outback and things like that. Even the one going from, I think it's uh, Melbourne across to Perth, that would be good. Yeah. um, I think there's one that does that. Indian Pacific. It goes to the Indian um, Pacific. Goes yeah. from Adelaide to Sydney. I don't think it goes through Melbourne. It goes okay. Sydney, Sydney, yeah. Adelaide to Perth. Um, and it's two two kilometres long. Um, yeah. Look. Yet again, trains. They're they're an iconic sort of thing. It's certainly a a dying um a, a dying form of transport. But uh, it's probably for the nostalgia sort of thing more than anything else. Um, yet again, it's four days on a train. Can't get off. Can't do anything else. The cabins aren't that big, and it's quite expensive. I don't know that it's for me. Uh, I would love to. I would. I would love to give it a try and find out. But yeah, I'm not sure that it's sort of my thing. Um, let us know if any of you out there have done any of the great train trips or any of the great cruises. Once was cool podcast at gmail there's, there, there are a couple in the world that I'd like to do eventually. When I say I don't want to ever do them again, there are a couple of things I'd really like to do. What is that, and, cruises or train rides? Uh, a bit of both and it's actually a combination and, and um, Wifey and I have looked at them and we talked about it before the COVID came, uh, looked at doing one, the Alaskan uh, cruise. Oh, yeah. And it also does the 
It also has the uh, Rocky Mountains uh, train, train ride trip. as well with, that's with attached the glass, to it. With the glass roof. So to me that's, yeah. Yeah, so to me that's some, a good way of looking at another country. I'd like to do the bullet train in Japan that goes, what, 250, 300 kilometres an hour? How sweet would that be? No, not for me. That'd be awesome. Mm. But again, but again, um, really like to do that cruise. When I say I don't want to cruise, but then I'm saying I'd like to do that cruise. That is probably one thing that train and cruise uh, through Alaska and through the Canadian Rockies that would be mm. absolutely phenomenal. The European ones that do the river it's on a bucket cruises, list. The, those European ones that go up through the great rivers of Europe, I would probably consider one of them. But um, yeah, other than that, um, anyway, we. One more thing I'd like to say just while we've been doing this, if you put into Google, and I'm going to share this screen with you so that you can have a look, if you put into Google, listener, um, earth strap for cars from the 80s, it will come up. The number one thing that comes up is it says a black rubber strip trailing from the back of 80s jalopies. And I will share this with you, Wee, because I want you to read out what it says. I'm trying to share it. Is it coming up? I. Uh- you're just trying to prove that you're right. I am. I am trying to prove that. Absolutely, that's what I'm trying to prove. And so, to me, it's about earth in a car so you don't get a zap in it. Yeah, it is. That's what it is. But it comes up. I can't figure out how to do this. So um, oh, there you go. Oh, can you see that one where my mouse yep. is? What does it say there? A black rubber trailing strip where they have electricity. <laughs> Sorry to make you read it the once. It says, were they to stop car sickness <laughs> or excess strap electricity? So there you go. Um, while I was fooled by it, I was right as well. And that's what counts. Anyway. No, no you were not. <laughs> no, you were not. Anyway, I'm going to pull it here because and that's it. And I was right and I want to finish on the high note. Hey, Ruby. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Ruby. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, mate, thanks again for that. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, listening in. Thanks for telling your friend. Thanks for the download. Uh, If you um, enjoyed it, please let us know. Once was cool podcast, gmail.com. You can find us at our Facebook page, Once When I Was Cool, or you can find our website at oncewascool.com. Yeah, thanks very much, Wee. Thanks for that, Simon. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you again soon. No worries. And BS, by the way, when um, when I'm down visiting you next, I'm going to put a I'm going to put a belt on the back of your car. Yeah, hopefully. You. Yeah, hopefully you're help still wearing it. Sickness. Hopefully you're still yeah. wearing it. All right. Thanks, mate. Bye. Yeah. Bye.